listening to the Utah Man Podcast, bringing you the latest news and analysis for your Utah Utes. Now, your hosts, Cameron, Ryan, and Scott. It's the right decision. Um, you know, I'm gonna miss it, of course. You know, just uh, not playing with these guys. You know, we're all family here, and I love these boys to death. Um, but you know, it's it's for the best interest, and you know, I'm gonna be happy with my decision down the road. Do you mind telling us what, what physically is, is going on? Or? Uh, you know, just body. Um, you know, just the trials and tribulations that any you know scholarship athlete has. You know, whether it be football, or just any collegiate sport. You know, um, it's been a been playing this sport since I was six years old, and you know, it's just caught up with me, and I don't want it to be detrimental, you know, five years from now, you know, and it give me, you know, um, complications, you know, so I feel as though this is, you know, in my best interest, and I'm going to be happy with it. Welcome on into the Utah Man podcast. I'm Cameron, and we got Ryan. Hey, Ute Nation. And Scott. Hey, how we doing? Well, I'm in the Doubletree studio tonight. Scott and Ryan are on the phone. We kind of just really quickly emergency call uh, with the news that broke today. Um, three big things. So the best news was that Corey Butler Bird has been reinstated with the team and should see some game action against San Jose State this coming Saturday. And then the bad news, Kylie Fitz is injured and out for the rest of the season. And then running back Joe Williams has decided to hang up the shoulder pads and call it a career. Scott, Ryan, your guys' first thoughts on everything that broke today? Well, it really kind of came out of left field because just yesterday, Whittingham said that it was not a season-ending injury. He would not elaborate on it, but he'd be back. And Obviously, they found out some uh, some new information today to uh, change that, so that's really disappointing because Fitz was such a big part of that defense and, and uh, brought so much to the table, not to mention even though we, we've been down and, uh, you know, maybe a little upset with how um, Williams, Joe Williams, has started the season, losing him for the death, it's just, it's kind of a blow. Yeah, it is. And I, I think that, uh, you know, in our last podcast, we talked about that tweet that uh, Fitz put out last night, that, it, that explains a lot more. He obviously has... Uh, some more understanding of what was going on. I kind of, the way I read it, and I think the way we all understood it was, or maybe not understood it, but kind of had a, the thought that it sounded like it could be season ending for him, and which was too bad because he's a huge part of that defense, and he's definitely going to be missed. And even as deep as our defensive line is, he, he plays a key part in that, and I, I really hope that. Um, the NCAA gives him a medical red shirt to come back for one more year. When it sounded like Winningham in his interviews today that he felt pretty optimistic um, that he could be awarded a medical red shirt. Uh, he said, that, you know, the university is going to do everything they can in their power to do the whole process, all the paperwork to kind of get that in order. So I, I agree with you, Ryan. Hopefully, you know, I mean, hell, Taysom Hill's playing in his eighth year down at BYU. <laughs> Fitz can get one yeah, more. He, he should be able to, and I, I, I hope that happens. 
But, you know, a lot of, you know, also talking about Joe Williams, um, that is going to be a blow because he, he's shown, uh, when he filled in for Booker last year, what he's capable of doing. And, you know, I think we have yet to see that this year. And that's probably because, as he said, his body isn't, uh, holding up, um, like he wanted it to. And maybe that's why he just hasn't shown uh, what he's capable of so far in his first game. And I, yeah, I wonder if, you know, there's a, you know, there's an injury he's been dealing with. Because we've all been saying, ah, he just doesn't look the same as he did last year. And whether it's he's not healthy or emotionally, mentally, he's just not fully invested. He's just not, his heart's not in it anymore. I mean, it kind of showed to an extent. And, I mean, if this is the best decision for him, then it's kind of a bummer. But uh, I definitely support it. and. Takes a, it takes a lot of courage to make that decision, and uh, the timing of it's a little little weird. But uh, at the end of the day, his future is you know, most important with his future family and uh, getting married and graduating. So, you know, too bad. But uh, I think depth wise, it hurts a little bit. But when you look to our depth chart, um, you know, obviously McCormick and Moss are our two future backs. Uh, Shine is going to be that third option. You still have uh, Barry Manilo. I mean Manalo, <laughs> that uh, that will be getting some uh, getting some reps probably. So uh, you know, and 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 the other kid from Florida is redshirting. So we've got people, we've got guys. So I, uh, I'm really not all that worried about it. It is too bad, but I think we'll be fine. In the, the running back position. The thing that I'm really, you know, impressed with, and and if there is, you know, a silver lining, kind of what you're going off, Scott, is, you know, this is something that he said that he's been thinking about for the last two four months, and he's going out on his own terms. You got to respect yeah. that. He mentioned that he he already has his associate's degree. He's going to get his bachelor's degree this December. You know, he's engaged. So there's a lot of things to be happy for Joe in this situation, for him personally. As far as the football goes, I agree. I I kind of think, though, it, it hurts a little bit just because now we're going to be playing guys that we weren't expecting to be playing. And I like Shine a lot. I saw him in fall camp. He's... In good hands. I like him catching the ball out of the backfield. I like him, but he has very limited experience only playing JC ball. That's, I think, where yeah. maybe this will hurt a little bit. Yeah, you know, and, and maybe, but I mean, Shine's got more experience than Moss does. And, uh, you know, I think uh, Shine, he can come in. He's not going to be asked to do all that much unless. Somebody else goes down. Well, I know. And, I mean, yeah, McCormick Moss are going to be, you know, one, two, and then China. I, I'm just saying, one, the depth will, will it looks like we're going to be all right. My only concern now is just depth of playing experience. Not that Joe Williams had a ton of it, but he had more than a couple other guys on the roster. Yeah, I, I agree, but I, I think. Uh, 
I, th- I think uh, I, I don't I don't know how big of a factor that would be. You know, if we were expecting Shine to come in and get 15 to 20 carries a game, then I'd say yeah, that's a problem. But unless unless you know something else happens or we lose a guy or two, I you know I think he's going to get spot duty at best and some some scrub time in the fourth quarter is on some big leads. So. Um, obviously, you know, we'll have to wait and see how it plays out. Uh, a lot of things can change and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully Moss can continue to be productive and McCormick can get back from his cheap shot and, uh, everybody will get, uh, get rolling here again. So he kind of talked about the Fitz injury defensively. What do you guys think that's going to do with kind of the depth or personnel now on the defense now that Fitz won't be there? I hate losing Fitz. But you know what it does? It opens the door for one of my most anticipated favorite recruits in a while in Chris Hart. Out of Florida, redshirted last year, was a beast in the spring, got hurt in fall camp. And uh, I think he's got he's got uh, a chance to be really special. So this will give him, uh, Kyle Whittingham said today that he is now healthy. He did dress against BYU, but I don't believe he got in. Um, so it'll be an opportunity for him to step up and get some opportunities. Um, you know, Mokofisi could slide out. Uh, he he slid out to the defensive end uh, in, a, in a number of games last year once we lost Dimmick. So he could slide out and play uh, some defensive end from time to time. Um, so yeah, it's it's uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do or. You know, if uh, Lucky Foktu, uh, Bradley and I, or uh, if they wanted to pull uh, Max uh, Topai off redshirt, uh, um, there's definitely some young options to uh, start getting some fans. Yeah, I mean, as deep as the defensive line is, there's a lot of options. I like the hard option. Uh, Definitely Mocha's PC can move out. Um, It does depending on the change that they decide on, it could affect uh, Scali's game planning and using a five-man front versus a four-man front, just depending on how they perform. That five-man front worked out pretty well for the most part and gives a lot of... Uh, gives, gives the offense uh, a lot to think about, whether they're going to bring bring some pressure or drop back into some zone coverage and and that that's a possible that that could change up that plan a little bit. Do you guys remember the red and white game? Kendall Huey who was unstoppable. He is he's on the scout team now. I'm I'm curious to see if he would get pulled off and if he'd get any run. But I think there's too many options. But in the spring, he sure was having a heyday, getting uh, getting around the corner. So. Yeah, I think there's so much depth. There's so many guys that uh, it, it it definitely hurts to lose fits, but I I don't see it as a it's not going to break this defense. Or uh, um, there's plenty of guys that can step up and and it helps build depth for next year. And then probably the best news that we got today was Corey Butler Bird being fully reinstated. Uh, he will play against San Jose State. It will be interesting to see, you know, if he starts at wide receiver um, or how many minutes he gets there, if he's going to be helping with the return game at all. 
but you really got to tip your hat uh, to Corey, who had a mistake, went through the legal process, put that all behind him, has done everything that Coach Witt has asked him, and back in the program, and hopefully, you know, he can kind of continue the success throughout the whole season. I'm excited to have him back. I I honestly thought that it would happen prior to the BYU game, but uh, it's a good time to bring him back and, you know, obviously add another playmaker to the offense. Uh, definitely some, some quickness. It'll be interesting to see, though, if he uh, supplants Kyle Folks or if they're going to get equal reps or how that's going to work. Yeah, I don't, uh, I'm not quite sure. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if he actually plays against San Jose State and that's kind of a tune-up game for um, the Pac-12 opener against USC here at home. Or or if he's going to have to uh, get back uh, practicing and, uh, and, and earn his spot back. So, I don't know. But I did, it was interesting. Patrick has switched uh, wide receiver positions. He's now on the opposite side of the field that he's been um, lining up on, and uh, Singleton's going to take his his old spot um, with Alex Dana, the JC transfer, now backing up Patrick since Tyrone Smith is out with an injury. So, a little shakeup on the, on the wide receiving group, but uh, yeah, I think it's definitely good to have Butler Bird back. He's got some dynamic speed. We really have not gotten much production from the slot position as of yet, so any production at this point will be welcome. All right, so I think that will kind of do it for our thoughts on the news that kind of broke today. We kind of will keep this one short. Um, Ryan, where can people find you on Twitter? At Drum and Feather. That's Drum, the letter N, Feather. And Scott? Uh, man underscore forever. And you can follow me at Utah Man Podcast. Uh, as well as at our home at utahmanpodcast.com. Before we go, uh, just again, a big shout-out to Joe Williams. I had the privilege to interview him uh, this past fall and spring, and uh, nothing but the best for him and and for his future family and everything that that he has going on. And go Utes. Go Utes. Go Utes. We'll be till I die, Kayak. Well, good. Let's cut it. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are their own and are no way affiliated with the University of Utah.